It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, welcome into the StarCast of Mark Studio. My name is Ryan Chambers, and I have the wrong things up. I'm going to take those away for a <laughs> second. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm just going to start with Wedge Wall. Holy freaking crap. Go ahead, Chris. Wedge Wall? Wedge Wall. Wedge Wood. Wedge Wall. Uh... That was his nickname. That was his nickname in New Jersey and also... In Arizona. Anyways, guys, this is the after game review for game number 63. What a fantastic game. Fun both ways. I'm sure Hurricanes fans are not very happy with it, although <laughs> we'll talk about some of the stuff in the overtime that I I, I think probably should have been called, but uh, we'll get to that later. But before we do, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor for our podcast and the entire Hockey Podcast Network. We thank them. Go and use the promo code THPN the next time you go and use their app. Um, Christian, what are your initial thoughts coming out of this game? What do you think? That was crazy. That's that's probably the most fired up I've been for a game this season. I let out at least good four or five solid fist pumps. Good ones. They were nice. Trust me. But overall for the game, I think Wedgwood and the first line stole two points. Just with the announcer a little bit there because they still did get three goals and we scored three goals too. So the first line is a huge part of that. They were the only line that was good the whole game and then i it's just such a big contrast in the second half of the season to the first half of the season that the stars are getting these opportunities and then they take advantage of it which is the huge thing because we would get these chances in the beginning of the season and just squander them and get nothing get no points don't take it to overtime and now every time we find that extra gear we push it a little further and then we find a way to win so just love the way that this team has been rounding out as the season goes forward. So uh, what do you think overall of uh, Wedge, the Wedgwood acquisition at this point? Because uh, at least for this game, it, Jim No looks like an absolute freaking genius, right? He looks like a he genius. He has to yeah. be. Well, we said with, uh, on, the, on the last podcast that we think he sh- he's going to be better than he was in Arizona. And in Arizona, I didn't expect it this quick. Week. Not this quick. I, I didn't expect it this quick. I really, to be totally honest. <laughs> but he was amazing. But and especially what I noticed was his lateral movement. There was never a time where the puck beat him across the crease. Every single time there was a cross crease pass, he beat the puck, and there was like ten. <laughs> yeah, so seriously, he was crazy, and that's the thing that stuck out to me the most about his individual game. But yeah, he was outstanding. Number one star, number two star, definitely. Yeah, and we, and we and once again, let me. Oh, no. That was out of nowhere. His internet's been fine. But anyway, we were going to do it. We were going to do a uh, 
a new segment before the before the uh before the uh what is it before the recap of the game we're gonna do biggest winners and biggest losers so biggest winner oh is ryan back yeah ryan's back okay i already introduced the next topic with the biggest winners biggest losers so you you know i'm I'm gonna give it to you go ahead who's who's the biggest winner of tonight ryan uh biggest winner tonight is jim nil (laughs) <laughs> that's my opinion good one. and it, he gets it indirectly because of what wedgwood wedgwood is the is the big winner in tonight's game the the fact that uh he's he made the most saves in a dallas stars debut of any goaltender in history is fantastic i mean his name is etched in dallas stars floor from here on out so i, yep. I think it's absolutely hilarious that he he did what he did tonight and I'll give you Nil and Wedgwood, and I'll take Rope hints because both those goals, super good, obviously super timely, both within a minute of the Canes' go-ahead goals, outstanding, and it, it it's great to see him get back on the goal column because he's he was off it for a little while, and man, that's a big spark. <laughs> yeah, he's a very streaky player when he when he with his goal scoring especially and and maybe even with his points and his setups but it sounds like a stars hockey player is what he sounds yeah, like yeah <laughs> seriously and the biggest loser ryan who's your biggest loser of tonight um my biggest loser of tonight is actually some not nobody on the canes because I, I think the canes they're the biggest losers tonight obviously because they should have won that game if it wasn't for Wedgwood, they should have won that game but uh i'm i think i'm gonna surprise a couple of people i went with radulov Radulov was the biggest loser in he tonight's sucked. game, and and specifically for two reasons. And the it, the first one was the obvious one. The first goal for uh, Carolina was completely his fault. It was his uh, turnover by him, and it was a stupid play that he made. And then the second uh, reason why he's my biggest loser tonight is that penalty that he took in the second period, completely unprovoked. He wasn't getting pressured at all, which which was amazing considering for a majority of the game, Carolina <laughs> was pressuring us. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know how you make the argument at this point of not pulling out Radulov. He could have mm-hmm. cost us the game. Yep. He could. And because Wedgwood stood his ground and Ropehan scored the goals, you know, they, he, they were able to bail their teammate out, which is, which that's fine and great and everything. But I don't know how you can, uh, justify keeping Radulov in and not putting in Peterson at this yeah. point. I fully I will agree be with you. I will be one hundred percent shocked if he's not benched in favor of Peterson for the next game on Saturday. And yeah. and if I mean I fully expect him to still be in the lineup because it's it's Rick Bonus and he doesn't uh, punish <laughs> he doesn't punish the veteran players and everything. But he does not deserve to be in the lineup based off of his play tonight and and not just his play tonight, but Peterson's play over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I didn't like the move to put Nemestikov in tonight in favor uh, over Peterson, but I understood it. But now you really can't make an excuse of why Radulov should be in instead of Peterson. That's that's my my take. And that was one of the big storylines going into the game tonight was that Peterson was out and Bones was asked a lot of questions about that in pregame, and that goes into my biggest loser. I think Peterson should have been in at one point. I like Nemet- I like Nemestikov being in, first of all, but I think Peterson should have been in over any of the fourth liners because my biggest loser is the fourth line overall. Because really? they were not good tonight. They had they had one good they had one lucky raffle breakaway that he didn't score on, got a penalty Big shot, surprise. and everybody knew he wasn't gonna score on the penalty <laughs> shot. No surprises there. Not even a heartbeat. I don't even oh, care oh, that we ba- didn't see the shot. Other so biggest, like, other biggest loser, ESPN, ESPN for not even letting oh us get to gosh. watch the freaking shot. Oh my goodness! You don't get to watch the shot. The audio throughout the game kept cutting. Was out. going was in that- and out. Yeah. Okay, no, no, was it wasn't just you. It was, just, it was me too. I thought it was my headphones. I switched headphones and I was like, "What's going on?" And it and it kept doing the same thing. So I was just like, "Well, that's got to be an ESPN thing." And then they also messed up in the game on Tuesday. Did you realize that the audio was doing the same thing on Tuesday? Yeah. And and it so that's but so double was, L's for this is for national ESPN. broadcast on ESPN's main channel, not ESPN. That's true. Plus. That's this not is ESPN national Plus. broadcast everywhere, and they mm. do this. And it sucks because the commentary was so good. I don't know who it, was. It was a lot better game, tonight. Actually, yeah, and it, they were super good. I loved all of their insight. I thought it was great. And their director can't figure it out. Oh my gosh, so annoying. But anyway, fourth line overall. 
so many times in the defensive zone, they turn the puck over. That's a theme throughout for everybody on the Stars, but the fourth line especially did it over and over again. Like, they didn't have one clean breakout, I don't think. And even the times where they were in the offensive zone, which was only because we put them on after we have a good offensive shift for some reason, which, again, is idiotic, they get no chances. They just dump it around the net until the other team gets it out eventually. Mm-hmm. So I, he said in a, a, a pregame press conference that he liked the way the Fox line was going, and if he really thinks that, he's an idiot because there's no, there's no chance. They're not good. They don't get scoring chances. They get scored on. They turn the puck over all the time. They don't change the flow of the game. They don't give us any mo- any uh, motivation. Like, what are they there for? They're literally just there to eat some ice time. That's it. And it's super annoying coming from other Stars teams, which had great fourth lines and great checking lines. But the F- FCC line was a big part of our Stars team last year. And this fourth line is trash. It's garbage. Okay, so that's so, my biggest loser. So let me jump on that too, because I was actually a little surprised that you said this. I actually liked the play of uh, of the fourth line tonight. They were, I mean, for the most part, they kept the Hurricanes off the scoreboard. The big, the big guys, the only guys that scored tonight for the Carolina Hurricanes was Nino Niederreier, who is a second middle, second third line guy, middle six guy, and Trocek, who is a second third line guy. So. But I, I also see what you're talking about with the fact that they still got scored on. So, yeah, Foxa ends the night with a minus one. Uh, I'm not seeing anybody else that ended with minus. Lindell did. So did Nemestikov. Okay. But I thought they're – I mean, at least they were getting cycle play down in the offensive zone, which – I would not uh, call recently, that a cycle. <laughs> they, were, they were getting some offensive zone time. Now, did they do anything with it? No. I agree with you on that. They weren't doing anything. Uh, but I, I would say it's more of a mixed bag for me with the fourth line tonight. But I, but, I, but I see what you're coming for from. Any of them is an upgrade, and yeah, like, there's but, no way past. But you don't want him playing on the fourth line. You, I would. I don't. He needs if, to be playing he gets on the, the second line. That Raffle gets like Raffle had a breakaway and a, a penalty shot. He, he is. He is double. He is double digits in goals. That's true. So. So yeah. I, I take that scoring anywhere we can get it, j- just for the chance of it happening. Okay, so, so l- l- well, let me ask you this. Now that I, I mentioned the Radulov thing, and you're kind of mentioning the fourth line with Foxa, uh, uh, I, I thought Glenn Denning played well tonight, um, but who do you take out? And I mean, Peterson has to go back into the into the lineup next game. He has to. He absolutely did not deserve to be kicked out of the lineup with the way he's been playing, especially on that second line with Sagan and... Gary Onoff. It absolutely did not deserve to be picked, kicked off. Uh, who do you take out then? Ruffle. On Stars Twitter? Reddit, really? Okay. I take so out Ruffle. you say Raffle. I say Radulov. A lot of people on Stars Twitter are saying Foxa, which I can oh, understand yeah. a little bit too because he hasn't been uh, as good this year. Now, we the have to re- also re- remember that he's he's coming off of an injury from last year. But, but – you know, I I don't I don't know how I feel about it. Any of those three guys you take out, and I feel like Peterson would do a better job. It doesn't matter who you take that, out. That's I guess. true. Yeah. The only reason I don't say Fox is because of the faceoffs, and y'all know I uh, I'm a simp for faceoffs. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, Fox is a good option too. He wasn't good tonight either. I just nobody was good. I thought Glenn Denning had so many turnovers. Yeah, that's true too. So many people had tons of turnovers in the defensive zone, and we can't just say that was all bad stars. The Canes are so good at that. They are so oh fast. Gosh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That shows you the difference between a cup contender and us. Like, <laughs> they dominated us. But who won? We won. And that's that's what go. I was going to get that's... to is we turned it into a playoff game, and that was our only chance, and we did it. So <laughs> we, we, we forced them to play the way that we play with the heavy hits getting scrappy, and we took care of it. So... But again, stolen points. <laughs> yep, very true, and it's all because of Wedgewall. So, all because all of right. Wedgewall. You ready to get into the uh, into the game summary here? Go for it. All right, let's do it. Um, so obviously the biggest thing was Wedgewood was getting the start in net, and Otter was getting the night off, which was the first time in a long time since Holtby actually played the game. 
And then uh, Domi was also in for Carolina. So that was their big deadline acquisition. And then uh, Nemestikov was also on the second line. So, you know, three kind of big storylines coming in the game before it happens. Um, 1836, Wedgwood would, would, would kind of set the tone for his game with a huge save on, on of all people, Sebastian Ajo. And mm-hmm. he, he made about four giant saves in a span of 30 seconds right off the bat at the beginning of the game. So just absolutely fantastic. And we've already gushed about how good uh, Wedgewall was tonight. And early on, two minutes in, I wrote this in, uh, shots were 5 nothing Carolina. And I said, oops, excuse me, make that 6 nothing." <laughs> yeah. And then the Canes, the Canes game plan tonight was shoot. Obviously, shoot. which that's their game plan all the time, and it, and it works for them. It does. All the time it works for them. So uh, there was no ozone time for the stars early on, and about sixteen and a half minutes to go. Robo tries to go around Anderson. He gets a great chance, but it's a better save. Um, sixteen eighteen. Klingberg takes it to the front uh, of the net off the faceoff, but it's a really good save by Anderson. So. As soon as I wrote that down, two decent chances, one by Robo, one by Klingberg. And then I wrote, Klingberg is galloping tonight. He looked great. He looked good. And he, he looks, and I don't know if this is just me and how I feel about Klingberg tonight, but he was good defensively. He was creating some good offensive uh, opportunities for the Stars as well, and he just looked more comfortable. And I don't think that's a coincidence that he's playing better and the trade deadline is in the past. That's that can't be a coincidence. True. Yeah. Absolutely and, cannot be. And I also want to mention a lot of our D looked really good defending at least tonight. Like uh Ardell mentioned Yanni Hockenpah looked outstanding tonight. And especially in the playoff like atmosphere, having a big body like him and him not being afraid to throw a check or to throw a reverse hit, that is mm-hmm. huge. He he was a big factor tonight. Suter looked good, made a lot of good clean defensive plays. Lindell was solid. Hanley played decent. I'll give I'll give some credit to Hanley. I thought Hanley played decent. Still no then, credit to Sekera. Because <laughs> we don't like Sekera. He didn't nah, do anything bad, so I guess that's good. I mean, we we didn't really, you know, we didn't really hear his name tonight, which I guess is a good thing. So he's that's, doing that's his job. I, as a third I didn't liner. even know he so, was right, playing. Okay. So uh, 13 and a half minutes remaining in the period. Lots of ozone time for Carolina, but all along the outside most most of the time. So they're getting shots through, but the Stars are keeping them to the outside, so it allows Wedgwood to kind of make some saves and get them into a groove. So good D overall by the Stars. Uh, about 40 seconds later, 12.50 remaining, I put 11 to 2 in shots for Carolina. But normally I care, but with the way they played, I didn't really care. Because yeah. they, they, they were playing a really good defensive uh, road game. So, I, I mean, I, I would normally look at that and be like, holy crap, we're getting outplayed. But, yeah, they were doing a lot of offensive zone time, but we were playing the way that we had to play to beat this team. We can't play their style. And we played our style, and we and wedge wall was a huge wall. And I, I know I keep saying wedge wall. But I know he's Wedgwood, but he's I'm calling him wedge wall now because that's awesome. <laughs> It, but it was it was really good defense by the stars through the yeah. first period. I'm glad I'm not alone on this. I was actually gonna say the same thing. I thought you would disagree, no, but I thought it was decent. And especially in the beginning of the first period, most of their chances were from the edge of the offensive zone. There wasn't a lot of like internal chances. So I thought it was decently well played defensive defensively. I would have liked a few more blocks, obviously, and to get in the shot lanes. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought I thought it was decent. I thought it was fine for a for a road game. And then uh, Stars would get their first power play. It was Fetchnikov for roughing, and I put let's go, let's get a goal and make this happen. There was a lot of good movement, but I thought there were too many passes on that very first power play for me. Um, Carolina would kill it off, and we should also mention that Carolina has the first ranked penalty kill in the National Hockey League. So it that's a big like thing to go. Our first power play, I thought it was was decent actually. I thought it was pretty good, mm-hmm. but their penalty kill was just awesome. They were just their guys yeah. were there the whole time. It was it was so good. And what the heck was that penalty? The dude just cross checked Sagan in the face. <laughs> I I don't think it was on purpose. I, I don't think it was intentional at all. I, I mean, it, it was definitely a, a physical game overall. Uh, but well, that's I, I don't think he did it on purpose. That's what got it going. I mean, that was five that, minutes. That in. is true. And I mean that that set off the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, oh, I lost my place. There it is. Eight and a half minutes remaining. Uh, Wedgwood with a really good save off the rush. So uh, again, I'm mentioning Wedgewall. 
Uh, he's looked really good in this game so far. I wrote that about a minute and a half later. Um, and there wasn't much towards the end of the first period. Stars were just kind of hanging in there and making sure they were keeping up with their defensive zone play. Uh, at 4 minutes and 10 seconds, and I specifically wrote this down because I've been so hard on them this year, there was a really good D-zone exit by Klingberg. And it looked like it was going to be dead in the corner, and we were screwed. And it's just a simple little flip. Klingberg really hard on the puck and gets it out. So i got to give him credit because he played fantastic tonight on both sides of the puck. You must have found the one good D-zone exit of the game. (laughs) (laughs) There were a couple. I just had to give him credit for, for him there. Um, at, uh, 137, I love Nemestikov. I do. He, he, he's got that chippiness that, uh, Jamie Ben does. And he was, uh, I put this with a minute and a half remaining. He was talking and barking with, uh, Trocek. So I was immediately noticing that and I was like, dude, this is your first game and you're just, you're just going straight into it. You're like, you don't like this guy. All right, let's go. Yeah. I so, love making your presence known early. Yes, Exactly. Um, and then there was some pushing and shoving in front of Wedgwood after he makes the save. And, you know, these teams really don't like each other. And I think this goes back to last year when mm-hmm. they were in our division. So they played 10 games. So yeah, <laughs> know seriously. Pretty well. And then uh, with 25 seconds remaining, there was more stick whacking and talking between the benches. Uh, obviously, Ben was in the middle of it. And, so, and Nemestikov again was. So, uh Towards the end of this period, it's getting kind of snarly here, and it, it was fantastic to to watch. It was so much fun. Uh, what did you think of the first period overall? I thought it was not good by the Stars, but I said we survived, so that is good. <laughs> so not great play, but we survived, and I thought the game was going to get out of hand, and it almost kind of did. If it wasn't close, the game would have gotten out of hand, <laughs> but it was a close game, so luckily nobody got hurt. <laughs> yep. Um. So... At the beginning of the second period here, uh, 30 seconds in, Ben with a with a pass, really. With yeah. a pa- it was a pass, <laughs> yeah. and it was meant for Studenich, who was you know, barreling his way in. But it was a lucky bounce. It goes off the, the Carolina defenseman, and it's one nothing stars after, wow, uh, yeah. just not expecting that kind of turn of events. And it's a lucky bounce, but he had to get his stick on the, on the puck, or else it would have been a goal. I mean, Studenich was wide open. It was a goal. So it, it's kind of lucky, but it, it was deserved, kind of. I don't know. We, I mean, we are throw not it at the net. God stuff. <laughs> well, he did throw, throw it, it at, at the net. He passed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it was towards the direction of the net. It was How towards about that? the net. Okay. And then uh, ESPN put up this uh, record for when the Stars score first. They're 25-8-1 when the Stars score first. So... Fantastic, and it now it is now twenty six eight and one. Um, eighteen forty five. I wrote this down because I really liked it. Sagan was really feisty in the defensive zone. It was nice to see him with some energy, which we haven't really seen from a lot of players. And I think that was kind of egged on by the forecheck of the Carolina Hurricanes, and the Stars were responding to it in a positive way. And I, I loved what I saw from Nemesnikov, from Ben, from Sagan. Uh, it, it was. Just, you know, players you don't normally see that kind of effort, that kind of snarliness. You were seeing it from them tonight. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought I would point that out. Um, stars were controlling play for the most part early in the second period, which was very different from the first. So it's almost like they were conserving some of their energy and then they just went all out at the beginning of the second. Yep. Um, 17 minutes in, Hanley with a really big hit. And And I wrote, this is a very physical game and these teams really don't like each other. Uh, 16 and a half minutes in, Wedgwood with a really good save through traffic, and uh, that was something they talked about in the first intermission, that you know Carolina had all these shots, but they were mostly from the outside and no real traffic in front of him. Uh, so good save by Wedgwall there. Uh, again, two more saves by Wedgwall five seconds later. He gave up a big rebound. He was forced to make a second save, but he made it. Um, 16-15 left in the second period. Nemestikov should have taken an el- elbowing penalty on that call but he doesn't um he he actually falls over uh brett pesci and pesci gets ticked off absolutely ticked off which i i completely yeah, understand I it should have been called um, it was wasn't it called though on the it, ice they called elbowing and roughing it wasn't going it. yeah it wasn't going to be called but then they had to figure it out because they tried to even it up and his stuff. arm was up as soon as the hit was made i thought 
Okay, maybe I missed that, but uh, uh, I thought I, I thought it wasn't going to be called. But they definitely changed the penalties like while the penalties were going on, right? I, I'm not sure to be honest with you. I, I think they I called swear it. They did. it was and then weird. and then I think there was some miscommunication between uh, Ice Level Had and the be, announcer. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's the only thing I can but, think of. Yeah, because I don't think there's. I'll a get way back you can to change the penalties. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll get back to you guys on that. Uh, but anyways, Pesci gets ticked off and he goes after him. Uh, I honestly thought there sh- we should have gotten a power like a power play off of that. Mm. In my opinion, I thought we should have because I mean it was over the line in in my opinion, and it was obvious after they gave him the ten minute misconduct. And Brett Pesci was not in the second period at all after that. After they gave him the ten minute misconduct, but uh, they they didn't really mention it until like three or four minutes later in the second period, and I was really confused because I was like. Where's Brett Pesci? The 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 penalty box is empty, but uh, whatever. It stays five on five. Um, Fourteen minutes left. Wedgwood just had Aho's number tonight. The, 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 like two or three times, he made huge saves on Aho. Um, yep. and, and then I even wrote this: the first line for the Stars was getting some zone time, but not many shots to test Anderson with. And that was just in general from all the lines of the Stars tonight. Yeah, that that's true. When we did. The first line did have more offensive zone time, but it's, it still wasn't a Not lot much. of great chances. <laughs> the only chance we had was Ben's, and it went in. So, The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big, too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 years of age or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. <laughs> and then finally, uh, the wedge ball would lose a brick. Uh, Niederreiter would get a goal from uh, Brady Shea, which you spell it S-K-J-E-I. That's the coolest thing ever, by the way. No, Random thought. Um, and this was the D-zone turnover that I talked about earlier in the podcast by... Uh, Radulov. And at that point, the shots were 26 to 6 in favor of Carolina. And that's when I was a little bit more kind of, uh, okay, maybe we really need to get some more shots on. Uh, but what did you think of that goal? I mean, we hammered on Radulov enough. It, it was Radulov's fault. That's a terrible pass. He went from corner to corner in his own D zone. What did he think was going to happen? Yeah, you don't, you don't pass across the slot in your own D zone. So absolutely don't do that. Um, at 10 minutes, 50 seconds remaining. There was a lot of press from the Stars since that Carolina goal, but it's still 27 to 8 in shots. Uh, there was a little bit of a press by Carolina, about eight, about 9 minutes left. And then a 4-minute gap for me jumps, 4.5 minutes left. There's some good back and forth, but not many shots for the Stars, but several for Carolina. So we're letting Wedge, we're letting Wedgewall see the shots, and uh, Carolina's playing some good defense as well. Um a minute 45 remaining, Gary Onoff with a really bad D-zone, D-zone turnover. Mm-hmm. And it was almost costly by uh, Gary Onoff, but he he kind of uh, saves himself, and he gets it out himself. Uh, 42 seconds remaining, the Stars would get their second power play from Trocek, getting an unsportsman conduct uh, penalty. And Soft refs, that's garbage. I, I, didn't, I didn't think so. It, You're going to give him a penalty for saying something? We heard the refs scream expletives at players as they go to the penalty box. <laughs> there's no there's yeah. no way you can give somebody a penalty for saying something. That's garbage. Well, uh, that leads me to believe that that wasn't the only case of it. If it had been that was the only case, I would be like, okay, that's a stupid call. But if, if, Trocek, <laughs> if Trocek had been doing it like all game or something like that, then I might be more... Uh, you know, inclined to call that penalty. We've heard the way refs talk to players too. So if the refs are or don't feel that they need to be professional enough to not scream expletives at the players, then <laughs> they should be able to take it. Honestly, like if you're going to scream at them, then they can scream back. Like, so yeah, that's that's trash. I this do. Is, ag- this isn't baseball. I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. 
So, uh, anyways, third period rolls along. What do you think about the second before we close out the second? I thought the second was better until the end, and then the Canes kind of got back to their dominating ways in the end. So, still, still not great. The Canes still dominated. But, again, I put the same thing. It's a miracle we're still in the game, and we survived. So It's, it's tied. <laughs> it's tied. Yeah. Um, and uh, the third period, and I'll just go ahead and talk about it now because I thought it was fantastic. This was a complete uh, counter period by the Dallas Stars. Uh, they were behind twice, and they immediately counterpunched. Immediately counterpunched. And that is a fantastic quality to have. And that's really good for the playoffs as well, too. Yeah, so, that's what that's what I was talking about with my opening. Like, that's what we didn't do in the first half of the season. Right. Like, if they scored that go-ahead goal late in the game, okay, we lost. That's what would happen in the beginning of the season. And now this team is ready to punch back, and they believe that they will score whenever this happens, too. So it, you love that, and it's happening at the perfect time. So let's go ahead and get started with the third period here. Uh, right off the bat, I just put the Stars really need to take advantage of this because I thought that if Carolina got the second goal, got their second goal, that this game would be over, in my opinion. And I'm glad I was wrong. I was very wrong. Uh, but Carolina would kill that penalty, and then we talked about this already. Radulov, we're ragging on him maybe a little too much now, but he took a, a stupid penalty, a delay a game penalty, and uh, it would lead to a, a, a Trocek score off the rebound. It was a power play goal, and... One of the things I pointed out about this goal, and that would make it 2-1, to one, by the way, uh, that the Stars lost a lot of faceoffs tonight, more than they ever have. It, I mean, this is the worst game in the dot that they've ever had. Ever had. And this this whole is twice season. in five games. Like, who else did we lose back to? Was it New York? The Islanders? Yes, I, I, don't, I don't remember. Correct. But it, we, we've done it twice recently, and that can't happen. And, yeah. That, that's it it can't happen that, that's yep. we're the number one face-off team we have to win those face-offs because we can't get the puck anyway else <laughs> yeah and we and, well and especially on the power play like our 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 entry has been better recently it's still not but, good. but it's still not great but we're a top 10 power play it's bad yes yes <laughs> that's true i think we're 11th or are we ninth I don't one know. Of the, we're, we're penalty kill here. but penalty kill is 11th and power play is ninth or flip-flopped one of the two i forget but anyways uh it was it was a good goal. I mean, it was just a simple goal. It was a shot from the point. Trocheck was in the right right place at the right time, and uh, he scored the rebound. So, and then I put I put this. I already talked about it. Uh, Rad's better be benched for ne- the next game in favor of Peterson. I- if you're gonna make that argument about Harley, you have to do the same thing about Radulov. I don't care if he's a uh, a vet. I I, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I, I, I don't care. Way, those were and, way worse than Harley's. Those both directly led to goals. Right. Exactly. Um, and 1636 remaining in the third period, nine shots on goal was pitiful. That's when I was really starting to kind of, kind of hamper down on it, but we're still in the game. Um, and then a, literally a minute later after Trocek's goal, hence would get a goal from Pavelski five hole. It was a terrible defensive play by Carolina and, uh, we could, took complete advantage of that. And that's what the stars do. And a great shot by Rope. Love to see him lean on the stick because the first line doesn't really score that way. They don't score off shots a lot. They kind of just get good uh, in the slot, hack it at the net, get it in. But this is a this is a sniper shot from Rope. Love that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it did go five hole. It was a fantastic shot, five hole. By the mm-hmm. way, um, three minutes would go by, thirteen and a half remaining. Lots of play back and forth. Uh, four check heaven is what I wrote. Uh, I mean, just four check both ways, and. It kind of works in the Stars' favor a little bit, but it's really nope. Carolina's game, big That's time. That's Carolina's game, yeah. The, the 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 thing that we did well is we turned it into physical forecheck more and made them hit us, which they didn't want to do. They just want to skate by you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there was a two-on-one about 15 seconds later with Glenn Denning and Raffle. There wasn't much done on that two-on-one. Uh, Sagan had a rush chance as well, and it was a, it was a good chance. He had a good, decent shot in a good spot. Uh, Anderson would say no, though. It was a good save by him. Um, so 11.42 remaining in the third period. Ben would take a penalty. It was Carolina's second power play. It was a hooking, and they were one for one in the game at this point. And I'm just like, dude. Good dude, penalty like, by Ben, though, because <laughs> yeah. that's a goal. <laughs> so... 
uh, it was a good penalty kill to start, and they were doing a really good job in protecting the width of the of the of the rink, so of and the ice. It stopped, and then it <laughs> stopped. <laughs> Three two Carolina shade a Niederreiter again, and uh, it was not a power play goal, but really was. It really was. Um, it was a shot pass deflection by Nino Niederreiter. I, I love saying that name, by the way, Nino Niederreiter. Nino Niederreiter. But that pass by Shea is disgusting. His head fake got three of our four players. That was unbelievable. That was crazy. He had an amazing game. He was probably the best Hurricane tonight. And Nino Niederreiter had two goals, and I think Shea was better. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there was more Carolina press for that fourth goal right after that third goal. So it was 3-2 to two Carolina at this point. And, you know, especially after the Stars counterpunched for that sec- their second goal, you knew that they had to be thinking, yeah, that three is not going to be enough for them to win the game tonight. Uh, Carolina was thinking that. And then I also put, this pace is insane. It was the fast. pace of the game was fast. It was physical. And I, I'll go ahead and pull up a couple of uh, comments here because th- this will kind of lead us into it. Uh, Eric uh, on YouTube, thank you, Eric, for listening, man, and appreciate you listening every night. He, I think he listens just about every game. Uh, but uh, the game just had a playoff feel the entire night. It really did. Absolutely Physicality, did. speed, the players who were the, playing the best was the best players on the ice. Uh-huh. It was an amazing game. And, and after that new Niederreiter goal, I honestly lost all hope. I said, I don't think we're coming back. And then the very next thing I said was, I love being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Rope hints in full flight. I, I mean, oh. oh, my God. I, I would love to see a race between him and Connor McDavid. You, you can't tell me that Hintz would at least have a chance to beat him. You can't. You, you can't not say that he would at least have a chance. Anyways, uh, I just put wow. Yep. Absolute wow. The goal was beautiful. The pass was beautiful. The, the, speed, was beautiful. the speed from Hintz was amazing. The timeliness of the goal was amazing. Just everything about it was exactly what the Stars needed. Exactly. And, you know, I'm, I lost hope too. I really did. And it was, and that would make it three to three. So I mean, insane. Rope Hintz is Hintz. so good at hockey. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hintz would have another prime scoring chance right in the slot, but unfortunately for him, D'Angelo made a good deflection and sent it up into the rafters. Uh, Rafa would have a breakaway. He was awarded a penalty shot. ESPN made us miss this freaking penalty. Sh- they oh don't do God. you. They don't do a, a a commercial break when there's a. Penalty shot fixing to happen. Yeah, that's just every dude, every dude. hockey fan knows that. Every that's just the director not knowing hockey. Which and I think it'll get better once ESPN hosts more games as the years go on because NBC got better about that as they went on too. Uh, but we would at least see the replay, and mm-hmm. Anderson did make a beautiful save. It was I a mean, beautiful save, but we still all knew Raffle wasn't going to score. There was no yes, chance. There was no chance he was going <laughs> to score. Uh. I didn't write anything else for the third period after that because I was just the entranced in watching it. This, this at, at the two-minute mark, the star says, okay, we need a point. <laughs> and they got it. And I, I yep. applaud them for that. They, they, played the, they played the turtle well in the last two minutes. We would go to OT. Uh, we would have it the first minute, but didn't really do anything with it. Uh, Carolina had it for the next two minutes. It had two decent chances. Um, and then... Right after that, they would continue to hold on to the puck and then two, I mean, mastodonic saves by Wedge Wedgewall. And then 30 seconds remaining, the Stars would get a power play because there was a tripping call on Teravinen. He would take out Garyanov's skates underneath him. And then the only opportunity that probably could have ended the game, uh, Robo had a huge opportunity, but he whiffed on it. And it, it just wasn't his game tonight. Because uh, he, 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 he had that. Yeah, he passed too much. About, yeah. So he'll he'll get he'll be better. Well, yeah. you should tell him to shoot. <laughs> yeah, and, and, he's a and goal he, scorer. He he scored thirty goals this season. He gets a pass. Yeah, he he, okay? he gets a pass every couple of nights. But yeah, um, the, the other thing I want to mention over time was why was Fox on the ice ever? Yeah, right. Unbelievable. I saw that. That, I don't that get proves that. to me that Fox is not coming out next game, no matter what happens, because he put him on the ice. There's no reason. That's unbelievable. And he was with Rope Hints. Well, what's gonna happen there? Nothing. I don't and know. One more, one more thing. Good. It's a terrible rule that the power play just ends. Like at the end of a game, it should extend the time. 
So if you get a two-minute power play and there's only 30 seconds left, you tack on a minute and a half. No, disagree. Sorry. Then why would you not just – like if someone's in front of the net and there's like 10 seconds left, just chop them in half. Like why would you not? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, unless you get like suspended for it or something. Well, yeah, but it, it, as far as the game goes, there's nothing they can do. That's true. That's true. But uh, I, I don't agree with that. Sorry, Chris. It's just but, dumb that they that it's a they take away a great scoring chance. Like Gurionov would have had a breakaway if he didn't get tripped. It would have been a short one, but semi it's, semi it's, breakaway. He would have been one on one with the goalie at least. Yes, in front of the net. And we get and, that taken away, and all we get in return is a thirty second power play. Would not you right. would not Would you rather not have the thirty second power play? I would rather have the full two minute power play, like the play <laughs> deserved. Well, it's it. I don't agree with that, but it is what it is. So. But anyway, uh, that would end the overtime period after that. Uh, it would go to shootout, and I really thought we were going to lose. And before I we. Well, I knew after those two saves in overtime by Wedgwood, no chance we, were we lost win. that game. <laughs> he was not going to lose that game. He refused. Shootout would, would uh, commence. Carolina would go first. Trocek would take a shot. It was a beautiful save by uh, Wedgwall. Sagan would go in. He would score on Frederick Anderson, five hole. Svechnikov would get an opportunity, but he would uh, it would be saved by Wedgewall as well. That was uh, the Ru- best one of the game. If you're going to yes. watch just one of them, watch the Svechnikov shot. It was cra- crazy move, even better save. Robo, uh, just not there tonight. Oh it, it, it drifts off his stick, <laughs> and he gets like a dribbler. Get the man some sleep, I swear. Yeah, I know. And then, uh, and then the most interesting move tonight, in my opinion— to put D'Angelo out there instead of Sebastian Aho. And if you're if you're a Carolina Hurricanes fan and you're looking at that, it's you're uh, I mean the Stars are up one to nothing in the shootout. You have to score here in order to keep the shootout going. And you're going to go with Tony D'Angelo. No offense to Tony D'Angelo. He's a great player. He is. He's a great offensive defenseman. Sebastian Aho is your best player. He is your best player, and he was not the third guy in the shootout. Tell Full me why, offense Chris. to Tony D'Angelo. Aho is way better than Tony <laughs> D'Angelo. There's no chance. That's criminal. If you're a Canes fan, there better be a heated press conference on that subject because that is unbelievable. Yeah, that There's would... two defensemen I would rather put instead of D'Angelo. Terrible choice. Yeah, and that's – I mean, I guess we can make the equivalent to – I mean, it's not as bad, but it, we could put the equivalent of putting Peterson out there instead of Rope Hints, something like that. You know, I think it's worse than that. I think it's putting Lindell. I, no, out I agree. There instead of instead of Seagan. Okay, well, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It, yeah, I'm I'm just surprised he, they did that. So that's just me. Um, anything else we we need to mention before we get into the rest of our thoughts for tonight's game? Nope. All my thoughts are out, I think. <laughs> um, I, I think it helped in tonight's game that Frederick Anderson was really not on he in tonight's bad. game. He had the one good save against uh, Roffle, which it's Michael Roffle. He doesn't he score. The He's the new Yanmark. Well. Oh, that's true. That's true. I did mention that. And I, I mentioned his name a couple of times. But, you know, for a goalie who is having a Vesna caliber season, he, he is. He's not going to win it because it's just Durkin's to lose. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's had a good season. Uh, he, I would have expected to see his name more tonight. And I, I know he didn't get a ton of, you know, he, well, basically any shots toward him. He got, what, 15 shots in tonight's game? Yep. I'll pull that up here in a second. He did 15. But uh, that's part of your job as a goalie yeah, that you you're always ready and, and i know they mentioned that on the espn feed it was a really good comment that it's hard to be uh, in a game when you're not really getting a ton of shots on you but that's i mean he he's frederick anderson he's one he's been a really good goalie for a really long time he's getting paid for uh you know starter money he needs to make those saves so, so I, have, I have another question so we always talk about how we always make ahl goalies and backups look like Vesna caliber well we just played two Vesna caliber goalies in the past two weeks and made them look like backups <laughs> <does that> <laughs> reverse psychiatry 
That makes no sense. It's so annoying. Oh, man. I, I don't know, but that, that was just me in, in tonight's game. I thought Anderson... Uh, he was bad. Did, he wasn't good. I'll say it. He was you okay. Won't say it, I'll say he it. was okay. He he had some good saves and he eight hundred save percentage he, is bad. Yep. So that, that okay that is true. So okay, uh, let's get into some of the uh, stats for tonight's game and then we'll close up shop tonight. Uh, Face off percentage sixty to forty in favor of Carolina. That is weird. Very weird to see. Uh, power play, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes were one for two. Really, they should have been two for two. Yep. Uh, Stars were 0 for three. That needs to be fixed. We need to yep. be better. And, I, and I'll, I'll give it a pass because this is the first, the number one ranked penalty number kill one tonight. penalty kill, yeah. You got to give a pass for that one. Um, hits tonight, 31 to 24. I'm surprised that's not higher in my opinion. Individual stats on hits. Yanni Hockenpah, nine hits. <laughs> yeah, and, and chat put, pulled that up for us tonight. So, and that's what we to, need. Thank you, chat, for pointing that out. We need him out. to do that. Uh, block shots ten to nine in favor of the stars. Uh, shots on goal per <laughs> shots on goal per period. I'm already laughing. Uh, Eighteen to four in the first in favor of Carolina. Yeah. Sixteen to five in favor of Carolina in the second. Yeah. In the third, nine to six in favor of Carolina. Four to zero in favor of Carolina in the overtime. Forty-seven to fifteen in favor of Carolina over the course of the game, and the Stars win. Stars win. <laughs> GG boys. Oh my gosh, Coming that's hilarious. <laughs> that I, I mean, I don't know how you look at that and not laugh. Like it, and you laugh. I mean, just. I, I don't get it, but whatever. It, absolutely hilarious. But uh, Stars get the win tonight. Uh, Wedgewall puts up a wall. C- Rope Hints does Rope Hints things, which we've needed from him recently. He's looked like he's going to go on a hot streak again. Uh, and more importantly, Ottinger gets the night off. <laughs> That's actually a big one. He does. He's going to need it. And we really, really needed that. And they obviously didn't have faith in Adam Shield, so which they shouldn't. I mean, which they shouldn't because I mean, it's Shield guy. <laughs> yeah, but man, this game tonight it it it, it was fun to to watch the counter punch. It was fun to watch a goalie that just got picked up on Monday come in and win a big game for for us. And I mean, how about a way to? get confidence from your team if you're Wedgwood to pull out a game like this. Now, there's no way that we should expect this from him every single game. But one of the interesting things I think someone pointed out is in games that Wedgwood saves more than 40 shots, 4-2-1, and and now he's 5-2-1. So... Just let just let Wedwood, yeah. you know, no no block shots. Whenever no Wedwood block shots. <laughs> I mean, he's the backup too, so I mean, might as well. Exactly. I'm getting tired. I'll give him this big shot load. I'm getting tired. What? Uh, anything else, Chris? Uh, yeah. Final Go thoughts for, for me is it's not a great game by the stars. It's good again that we bring up the emotion and we find the will to win. It's great for Wedgwood. Love to have a backup goalie. It's going to be great to be able to actually build back a schedule for our goalies so that they know when they're going to play instead of just, Ottinger, you might play for forever, (laughs) which is not great. (laughs) Which is what happened for a month and a half. Yeah. And the the Stars obviously have to play better than this, but when we have great goaltending and we have the first line like we do, we can win any game. And that's what's crazy about this team is that just those two things and we can win. And if the other stuff comes with it, we could be a great team. But that's a big if. Uh, it's a big but, too. Because, I, I mean, if we get into the playoffs, which, I, I mean, it is our playoff spot to lose at this point. But we have to be really careful, not necessarily of Vegas at this point, but another Central Division team. With the Winnipeg Jets have been very hot as of late. And... We really have to watch out for them. I, I, I think they were ahead. They played tonight, but I'm not sure what the score was in their game. Uh, do, do you have that in front of you, Chris? Uh, I do not. I looked at uh, Minnesota. Minnesota was leading last I checked 2-1. to one. 
But that's a good thing to mention before we close out, too, is the standings. Dallas is in a playoff spot right now by one point. We do still have the four games in hand against Vegas, which is why we still say even if we're not in the playoff spot that we're controlling our own destiny. Um, Winnipeg behind is at 70. We are at 73. Nashville is playing Vegas right now. So I think we still root for Nashville because Vegas is still too close. Oh, Vegas is up to Minnesota to lose. And then we beat Minnesota. Minnesota gets out of the playoffs. So we don't even have to play little brother. (laughs) Don't want to play little brother. Little brother's trash. Oh man. Oh, maybe maybe we do want to play little brother. Actually. They're pretty bad. We always beat them. Always beat them in the playoffs. I would, you know, Winnipeg did lose tonight. Thankfully they were up. I think they were winning at one point and Ottawa did us a huge favor and they won five to two tonight. So that's huge. Uh, for solidifying that second wild card spot for the stars. But you know, we mentioned or they mentioned this during the broadcast, the ESPN broadcast, which was so much better than Tuesday night, way better. Mm-hmm. Um, was that bonus was talking about not solidifying that second spot, but he was looking at the teams ahead, which I guess you could, uh, but I, wouldn't. <laughs> I, 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 I just want to be in the playoffs at this point. Yep. So, I mean, if, if we can get the, the, I mean, I don't see, no one's catching Colorado, but there is a chance we could catch Nashville and there's maybe, a, and there's a chance we could catch uh, Minnesota as well. They're I both don't want to play St. Louis. I don't want to play St. Louis. No, I want to play, I want freaking redemption for no. before, pre-2020, no. pre-COVID no. years. No, <laughs> avoid. Uh, avoid at all costs. I want to see Bennington cry to his mama, that little whiny baby no he'll beat us <laughs> well n- knowing the way the stars have played over the years against the blues you're probably right if so, minnesota's little brother st louis is big brother big brother there you go <laughs> all right okay guys um anyways uh, that's gonna close it out for us tonight thank you guys for listening and watching the after game review for game 63 against the carolina hurricanes we we win tonight in a shootout by final score of four to three uh, before we close it out 100%, many of you were asking in the chat in the last episode about uh, merchandise. I am proud to say that our very first phase of our merchandise is out and available. Please go and look at anywhere our uh, social media is. It's available on there on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. You can find the link. I will also repost it again uh, tomorrow morning just in case you want to take a look at that. Um, but we're going to close up shot tonight. Uh, along with Chris, I'm Ryan. This has been Starcast Checker Marks, and we will catch you guys on the flip side. Have a fantastic evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to it. GG, boys.